Welcome to another episode of All Four Downs. I'm Ovi Muniz with my partner, Hector V. What's going Man, on? It's an ex- wild, wild week three football Gosh. that we're going to briefly uh, talk about. But first, I would like to say a big shout out to Frank Cuesta in Florida. I hope he's in safe, uh, safe mode over there. I know that the hurricane landed in Florida. Even though I think he's in Miami right now, and again the outskirts of the hurricane, but you never know what could happen. But for all the people in Florida and all those in the East Coast to uh, be be careful, you know, and stuff like that. Seek uh, seek shelter, and uh, hope you guys are safe. And even though yeah. with all that that's going on, they probably not be listening to the show. But if you do so, man, that'd be more power to you. So uh, once again. This is the All Four Downs NFL uh, episode going to week four of the NFL. Hector, you was about to say something yourself. Yeah, I was able to talk to Frank a little bit on text a little bit ago, and he said he's doing fine. Everybody's good. They just got a lot of heavy rain and wind, and but they're they're still alive. They're still up and running. So, yeah, our prayers Absolutely. and thoughts out to everybody in the state of Florida. Right, and uh, speaking about that, there's been some changes in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami, um, excuse me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers moved their training facility to Miami. So it's still unclear whether or not they're going to play in Tampa Bay. That all depends on the outcome of the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. But uh, like, like you said, man, my prayers out there to all, all the folks out there, um, especially in Cuba and also in Puerto Rico. Who have to deal with the aftermath? They still with no power, so my best to everyone there. But week four, man. It, well, I mean, excuse me, week three. Mm. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. There's gonna be a time that <laughs> in, in in each week, and there goes Frank right there. He says, "I am good." So yeah, that's what's up. Um, there's gonna be a time when you have a down week, man, and we're still trying to figure this season out. I know a lot of people are, even though people are going to say, oh, I knew this, I knew that. Like, I'm, We're not like the media that like to throw curveballs and then all of a sudden that one person saying, oh, I predicted this and that. Look, I had a bad week. I really did. And there were moments that I thought that I was doing good, and then I wasn't. And that red zone, every time that guy says we're in the witch hour, right, <laughs> that's when things start going the opposite for me right i might have to stop watching the nfl red zone man <laughs> even you know, though it's a great channel it's a lot of excitement but damn hey, i know and i was ex- i was excited <laughs> for it but i was like okay this is I'm, I'm running out of red ink on my paper here i have to go to the store and buy some more red pens because <laughs> literally i'm marking red everywhere i feel like i'm failing a test here after studying <laughs> good lord well i tell you what man <laughs> we're gonna get ready but first um, we got to dive into what's going on. Let's take a look at the real picture here. And I'm going to start with the AFC East. Okay. The my, and, and, you know, we, before we get started, we got to put some tunes in there. Oh, we we got to set the tone. There let's we go. Mm. I'm not hearing you, my friend. AFC East. All right. All right. Miami Dolphins are in first place. That's right. They're 3-0. And since 2000, the Dolphins have finished in first place twice with both records 11-5. and But 
the both times they finished in first place, both times they lost in the wild card. You can say that the Ravens blew it in the second half, or if the Bills had more time on the clock, we wouldn't be saying anything about Miami. All right. Yeah. However, they are three and zero. Moving on to the AFC North, the Browns and the Ravens are tied at two and one. For the Browns, how reliable is the backup quarterback Jacoby Brissett? In Week Twelve, Dyson Watson will make his return. Now, should the Browns still be in first place? I'm wondering if Watson would assume duties as a starting quarterback. What do you think? I think I think they're going to do it. I wouldn't I wouldn't personally do it, but I know they're going to do it because that's who they decide to get. That's who they're paying to be their starting quarterback. They're going to throw him in there. Is it going to be a good idea? I don't think so. I mean, you know, he is he going to be ready? I mean, honestly, I don't think he's going to be fully ready, football ready for this for this kind of atmosphere. He hasn't played since two seasons ago. Let's put it that way. Right. Remember, he took that whole year off with all this law stuff and, and yeah. lawsuits, the whole thing. But on the other side, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson's playing out the season for a big payday contract. So we got to stay tuned to that one right there. In the AFC South, what is going on? I have picked the Tennessee Titans to finish in first place. Somebody else thought the Colts were going to be in first place. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, they turned their season around, man. So, shockingly, they are 2-1 in first place. They finished in first place three times in their franchise history. Remind you, they started in 1995. Twice with Tom Coughlin as the head coach and once with Doug Maroon. Super Bowl winner head coach Doug Peterson is doing something right. Better than Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence is having a better season and not turning over the ball. The completions are higher and his QBR doubled to 71.1%. I mean, this is awesome. I mean, the changing of the guards. I mean, we are finally going to see some competition. I mean, first week, the division looked like a dumpster fire, but now we're starting to pick up a couple of W's in this division. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I wouldn't even, honestly, I don't think I would even count out Houston just yet. Not just yet, but hey, in the AFC West, which is surprising. I know it's only been three games, yes. but I would have thought that when it comes to non-divisional games, that these teams will be a threat, and it hasn't shown me anything, okay? A division that was supposed to be the most challenging division in the NFL has shown that the Chiefs are the most dominant team again. The Chiefs and the Broncos are tied in the division, but the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes are lining up the scoreboard. The Broncos last won the division was in 2015 when Peyton Manning led the team to win the Super Bowl. Now, can the Broncos finish in division in first place? No. I'm going to tell you that (laughs) flat out. No. I think they just got lucky. That's all there is. They just got the they got just the luck of the draw right now with this with what they got. I'm sorry, I do not trust Russell Wilson to lead that team. I expect that team to finish in last place. Okay. I don't think it's about Russell Wilson. I think it's the coach, but everyone's talking about the coach's play calling. His management is not up to par, but again, it's still early in the season. We still got a total of 17 games to play. I'm just curious how far this division will go and see will the Chargers and the Raiders step up. 
and they got big games coming up this week, and we're definitely going to talk about those. And the NFC, let's start with the East. The Philadelphia Eagles are playing lights out as predicted. Jalen Hurts has proven everyone wrong that he is the man in Philly and has the supporting cast to win the division and contend in the playoffs. The last time they were in this position, it was Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson who was the head coach of the Eagles and they ended up winning the Super Bowl, okay? Defeating the Patriots. So let's see if the Eagles are lucky enough to remain in first place this season. I think that division finally turning it around. I mean, the Giants got Lady Luck on their side. The Eagles are showing us who they really are. And the Cowboys are starting to step things up. Um, I'm honestly, glad you mentioned the Cowboys because Nick Prescott is about to start playing, but yeah. Cooper Rush is playing a lot better than him. The way the standing is, is the way I expected to finish at the end of the year. Philly first, mm-hmm. Dallas second, New York third, and Washington last. That's exactly how I have it finishing. <laughs> but seriously, our division is starting to wake up a little bit. We got a lot of wins going on here. So it, the NFC East could be finally back, you know, and start being a threat to a couple of teams now. So, And the NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings, Green Bay Packers, and surprisingly, the Chicago Bears are in a three-way tie at 2-1. and one. The Vikings have defeated the Packers and will play them on New Year's Day. The Packers defeated the Bears. The Bears will play the Vikings in two weeks. It is still early to tell on the outcome of this division, but the Packers seem heavily favored to win the division for the fifth consecutive time. And I like Detroit. They're going to make some noise. They're already making noise. At one and two, they're not a team to be pushed over now. I I mean, could could this be the turnaround year for for the Lions to finish with eight wins i mean could they get a race up to at least thanksgiving i think so i think they can finally give it a give this division a run for their money make them earn it now instead of just being the the, the stepping stool all right in nfc south the tampa bay buccaneers are two and one with tom brady they suffered a 14 to 12 loss to green bay packers however they are still favored to win the division the bucks have the best defense in the nfl through week three and in the NFC West, the defending Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams, lead the division. It is going to be a fun Sunday watching the Rams at 49ers. That is the matchup that's happening this Sunday night. Can't wait. Wow. I can't wait either, man. This is going to be great. Great hey, games already. Wow. Great games already. And especially Thursday's game, which we have the Miami Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, look, you can't get, you can't start. I mean, this is the season. Look, every Thursday so far has been great games. The only downfall is, is that you can't watch in a regular cable. I know it. You I mean, got to go to Prime Video to watch the game. Now, this streaming uh, service is really c- crazy, you know, and, and I think it, it it's killed a lot of hype in the NFL. I could be wrong, but when you have people that, dedicated football fans who don't stream that rely probably on the nfl network they rely on the main cable then you get this and it just throws a curveball in everything it does i mean because what if what if those fans out there can't afford it you know what i'm saying now they have to try to find another way i mean this is not this is not what it should be about you know it's like the nfl and all these other streaming uh, platforms want the money 
It's all thinking about the money, but not thinking about the fans. You're taking away from the fans. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for me personally, I don't have the Sunday NFL ticket. You know, I got to finally see the red zone for, for free as a preview. I'm over here on TikTok watching somebody post it for, you know, for free. And I'm sitting there on TikTok watching it because I can't afford it. You see, I mean, where where we're going to stop? You know, it wasn't like this before. You know, the NFL, you can't tell me they're going to lose money if they put it on TV. They've done it for so many years. Why now? Why now? I mean, it's just not football. I know we're talking about football right now because it's the season, but it's just not that anymore. It's, it's every- everywhere. Even baseball. For we witness baseball is the same way. Who knows? Maybe basketball is going to be the same way, too. So, yeah. But uh, here we're getting ready for week four of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And again, we already started talking about Thursday. Let's go ahead and jump in real quick and see what we got going on. Thursday's game, the Bengals are favorite. And man, I'm going to tell you, this is going to be a great one. So check it out. Dolphins visiting the Bengals. This game has the making of 2019 when both teams scored a total of 73 points and went into overtime. It was Andy Dalton with the Bengals and Ryan Fitzpatrick with the Dolphins. On Sunday, it will be Tua Tagovailoa and Joe Burrow's showdown. If you are a Benny man, I will take the over 47 points, which it got reduced to 45. But I got a feeling they're going to score a lot of points in this game. But that is also if Tua is healthy enough. All right, Miami has won two straight but has not won in Cincinnati since 2012. If the game is close, I am taking the Dolphins to win this game. You're taking the Dolphins? Wow, okay. Look, you're right. Miami won the last two meetings. Miami owns the series in this in this matchup. Okay, Borrow, Tayo, Tayo Viola, you know, their college, former college rivalries here. Okay, <laughs> but... I think Miami's going to get uh, Thursday night a rude awakening here. And I think the Bengals are going to start getting back into that form like they were last year. I think Burrow's going to start stepping things up with this offense. And I think the Bengals are going to win at home and end Miami's undefeated season. So I got Cincinnati. Now, remember, they were never rivals. They never played against each other. Remember, I get it was LSU beating Oklahoma, and then they took care of business with Clemson. So, <laughs> but anyhow, but I like this though because it seems like this is a LSU versus Alabama game, yeah. right? You got Waddle on one side, you got Chase on the other. I mean, this is going to be this is a lot of speed in this field. So I'm really anxious to see what's going to happen Thursday night. All right, let's move over to Sunday's game: the Chicago Bears versus the New York Giants. The Bears won against the Texans last week, while the Giants lost to their rival Cowboys. I will be careful picking the spread in this game. The Bears have won three straight games, all at Chicago. The Giants seem to do better at home against the Bears. I am sticking with the New York Giants. Look, I'm not, I was not a fan of what happened, okay, Monday night. I mean, that offense looked at like straight dumpster fire trash. I'm like, are we going to ever get, you know, Daniel Jones, any kind of coverage here? But look. I'm still sticking with my Giants. I think that this is the third straight week at home. I think they will be able to get there, clean things up. I think Dave was going to have a different game plan for these Bears because the Bears are not all that themselves. I'm picking the Giants. I'm sticking with my Giants this week to go 3-1 and one and stay in that division race. All right, here we go. Denver Broncos versus the Las Vegas Raiders. 
the rival goes back to 1960. The Raiders led the series or continue to lead the series 69 wins, 54 losses, and two draws. They have only met twice in the postseason. The Raiders have a four-game winning streak, but the game is unpredictable. The media is bashing the Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett on managing the game. He is 2-1. The Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels is supposed to be an offensive guru and be an upgrade, but is now 0-3. The Broncos are averaging 14 points a game. I just do not see the Raiders scoring less than that in this game. I am taking the Raiders and getting their first win. Yeah, I like the Raiders in this game. I'm not convinced and sold on what Denver's doing this year. I'm not going to let the record fool me. I know the Raiders are 0-3, but they are scoring. You're right. Derek Carr, he's putting up, they're putting up the points. The defense just need to change things up and try to slow things down a little. But the Raiders get their first win of the year. All right, here we go. Moving on to the Vikings versus the Saints. The Vikings defeated the Lions while the Saints lost to the Panthers. The Vikings are in a better shape than the Saints as wide receivers Traquan Smith, Michael Thomas, and Jarvis Landry are listed as questionable for the Saints. I am taking the Vikings. I'm st- I'm really am sticking with the Vikings this one because I predicted that they'll finish first in the division in NFC North. I know Green Bay's favorite, but in this one, this is a must win for the Vikings. I am concerned a little bit about Dalvin, Dalvin Cook in this one, but you're right. I also picked Minnesota to win the division, so... You know, I'm gonna. Ha- I will need to start picking Minnesota if I expect them to win this division. Um, I think Kirk Cousins will outshine Jameis Winston's in this game. Winston to me just struggles with interceptions, and I think Minnesota can capitalize on that. They're going to be in London. I'm looking forward to the future games in London here. So I do got the Vikings beating the Saints on this one myself. Absolutely. Now we got the Cleveland Browns versus the Atlanta Falcons. The Browns had a longer rest than the Falcons as they defeated the Steelers Thursday night. The Falcons are home after going one-on-one on the road. The Falcons are a big surprise with the spread, one and a half in favor of the Browns. I am taking the Falcons. I'm digging the Falcons. I'm liking that speed. I'm liking that they have nothing to lose. You don't even recognize anyone in that roster, right? You know, and then the Browns, I know they're dog pounding it and everything. But man, you just got to love the Falcons the way they play. Yeah, Falcons are playing good football. I do like them the way they're playing. I do too. Got the Falcons winning this game against Cleveland. I do not trust Joe Jacoby Brissett in this one. I like Marcus Mariota, and I think he's going to do great things for the Falcons in the years to come so i got the falcons winning this game i don't care what the spreads say <laughs> man I, I i you know this is not a shocker to me that we almost have similar picks here because of the fact that we haven't even discussed this we just went over on the line and said hey these are the games and we're starting the show so i love it man i love it all right let's move on to the washington commanders versus the dallas cowboys now, there is speculation that Dak Prescott can't start this Sunday. He had his stitches removed and has been practicing. No new details are available as of yet. But if he is available, there will be a quarterback controversy with Cooper Rush. Rush is 3-0 as a starter. However, this could be that Mike McCarthy is finally utilizing the run and pass balance 
more than he did with Prescott at the center. The Cowboys swept the Washington last season, and I still picked the Cowboys to defeat Washington this Sunday. You know, I I don't think there's going to be no controversy there. I mean, this is Dak Prescott's team. To me, Cooper Rush has not tasted a, a defense yet. He's just had too much time in the pocket like he did Monday night. Um, so to me, this is... He's just 3-0. and I mean, it's not like he's 13-0 as a backup. He's just 3-0, and okay? He hasn't gotten a real taste of the medicine of what a quarterback pressure feels like, what a sack feels like. He stays in there long enough. He's going to feel that. To me, it's not a, a, a controversy or debate. That is Dak Prescott's team. When he comes back, when he's healthy, I don't care if, you know, if Cooper Rush is still undefeated. He will be back on that bench, and at least they know they got a good asset on the bench. Cowboys That's win this game. Value. Yes, the, the Cowboys win this game. They their their defense is starting to make a lot of noise. Last two games, I give them that. So yeah, and of course Dallas won the last meeting in Jerry's world by a lot, and it will be again a lot. Dallas wins. All right, the Seahawks versus the Detroit Lions. This game is more of a pick'em to me. How trustworthy can I be with either quarterbacks, Geo Smith or Jared Goff? I like DeAndre Swift, who was the second round pick in 2020 from the University of Georgia. I picked the Lions to win this game. I look, I got the Lions in this game. They're averaging 30 over 31 points a game. That's a lot for three games. Okay. I mean, if they if they could put up points against their opponents, I don't care if they're one and two. It don't matter. <laughs> Seahawks are in for a world of hurt because you see what the, what Seattle gave up last week against um, Atlanta. And I went for the over in that game last week, and they had almost the over by halftime. Seattle has no defense in this game, and they're going to find out real quick what everybody else is finding out, that Detroit is going to run that ball, and I like what Dave Campbell is doing there. So, Jared Goff, have it your way, buddy. This is your Burger King. You run it up against Seattle. I got Detroit winning. All right, Tennessee Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. I am surprised that both these teams only have one win this season. The Titans mm-hmm. barely survived the win against the Raiders while the Colts upset the Chiefs. I predict Derrick Henry to rush over 100 yards and lead the Titans to victory. Wow. I am going the opposite way. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have the game, and I think Matty Ice is going to put the Titans on ice and they're going to come out victorious for the second consecutive week. I got the Indianapolis Colts beating the Tennessee Titans. Finally, we have some differences. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> hey, we got to have a sooner later, right? <laughs> the Jaguars versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Head coach Doug Peterson returns to Philly, and I'm curious how he will be received on Sunday. Peterson led the Eagles to their first Super Bowl win over the New England Patriots. Now, he has turned the Jaguars around in only three games to a 2-1 record, a record that is better than the last three seasons put together. The Eagles are flying high with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, but I trust head coach Doug Peterson as he shut down his former offensive coordinator, the Colts head coach, Frank Wright, and will go into Philly to do the same. I'm picking the upset in this game, and I'm taking Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars to win this game. You know, I can't. I, I, I'm not going to argue with you that Jaguars have blown out their, their, you know, their contenders back to back weeks. I mean, they are on fire right now. 
But can Trevor Lawrence outdo Jalen Hurts in this offensive battle of quarterbacks? And with Doug Peterson as as head coach, that could that could be a different game plan for Jacksonville. But I still think that Philadelphia is the stronger team here, and that they will be at the house winning this game. I don't see it being an upset. I'm sticking with Philadelphia to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, love it, love it, man. You're making me look good. You make me look good. There we well, go. You, you got a lot of catching up to do, anyway. Ah, there you go. The yeah. Bills versus the Ravens. Now the Bills are upset for that final drive against the Dolphins. So I'm just curious because they changed the rules between the Bills and the Chiefs game about the overtime rule, right? I wonder if they're now going to change the rules and be like, "Look, can we stop the clock at first down?" Because it's not fair that we have to wait for the referee to hold the position the ball, and then all of a sudden the time expired. Why have a clock then, right? You know what? That's, that's I'm nonsense. just saying. I'm just saying. You know, it's someone it, you say it's nonsense, but there's going to be someone out there that's going to start complaining, and then we won't. Five years from now, you'll see that the rules changed. I'll but anyway, and buy the bottles and I warm up their milk for them. They don't need to be changing anything. If Buffalo would have played it the correct way, if they would have saved the timeout, if they would have just done what they were supposed to do, they won't be in a position that they were in right now at two and one. It could have been three and zero, oh. but that's Buffalo's fault. When when give it up. Well, I'm sure that they will have their revenge when the time comes. But in the meantime. But they have to put the side and learn from it as they visit the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens did lose to the Dolphins the week before, but won last week against the Patriots. The headline for this game will be Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson. Which quarterback will get richer when the time is to renew their contracts? That is the deal. So, hard pick, but by default, I am choosing the home team. I am taking the Ravens to win this game. You know what? I think I think the schedule makers really had it out for Buffalo and Baltimore. I mean, for them both to have one thing in common that they both lost to Miami already in this early season, you know what I'm saying? Tells me something. And I'm going to stick with Buffalo on this one. I think, you know, they can exploit. I think Josh Allen can exploit that secondary was kind of banged up a little bit. And I know it's going to be hard to believe Baltimore losing two at home against an AFC East, two AFC East teams. But I don't see Baltimore healthy enough to take up to beat Buffalo in this at home. So I'm taking Buffalo on the road. They're going to make up for losing on the road last week. I know something got to give between these two teams. But hey. we got either the Buffalo or Baltimore. I'm going Buffalo. That's my pick. I'm sticking with it. Book it. Well, I did pick the Bills to reach the Super Bowl and most likely win it. However, and Dennis, I'm telling you right now, they're not going to stay at one loss forever, right? Yeah, exactly. No, you're He's right. firing me right now. I think I think Dennis <laughs> is going to take over this show right now. <laughs> but I mean, anyhow, because it I could go either honest- way. I, I love this. I love this competition. I really Honestly, do. I think, you know, you look at it, somebody's got to lose their second consecutive game. Or, well, yeah. they got to lose their second game. So, or they you can put us in the tie, right? They could both come back. I think it doesn't matter who loses this game. The loser will still rebound and come back and make a strong run for their division. And they could re at the playoffs. You never this know. This is early. This is early. Yeah. So that's, that's okay. Let's get it out the way. 
Dennis Carr says, do not bet on the Bills after a loss. Fair enough. <laughs> well, let's see what happens. All right, the Chargers visit the Houston Texans. Now, I am surprised that the Chargers are one and two. I never saw that coming, but we never saw the loss last season when the Texans scored 41 points over the Chargers, stopping them from reaching the playoffs. The Chargers do not play well in Houston, and I'm willing to bet that the Texans can get their first win at home against the Bolts. Okay, Book so you, me did, you did this last week when you picked Houston over Chicago, and I had to prove you wrong there. And now you mm -hmm. want to go with this again. Houston, we have a problem, and it's not against the Chargers. It's all we picking, you guys. That's your downfall <laughs> right there. Okay, that's your downfall, Houston. Please, when all we picks you, you got to do something different. I'm sticking with the Chargers in this one. I don't think Justin Herbert's ribs are going to be an issue in this game because Houston no. ranks 26 on offense. They can't hold put on anything on the board. Hold on, hold on. So, you got a new head coach, which their mm -mm. defense is a lot better. Okay, just the helping and scoring points. But let me tell you this. The Chargers, Herbert was healthy and he was strong, and they still lost. That's all I'm saying. And okay. Houston was garbage. Well, let's see. I'm just saying. But you know what? This is this, this is twenty twenty two. The Chargers yeah, are right. coming. Everything mm -hmm. is bigger in Texas, and so that lightning mm -hmm. ball is gonna be so big, they're gonna knock down Reliance Stadium and have to rebuild it. Give me them charges. Yeah, uh-huh. Talking about <laughs> rebuilding. Who knows if they're going to rebuild for a new quarterback for the Cardinals as they go oh. ahead and visit the Panthers. Both teams are one and two and needing a win to stay relevant in their division. The Cardinals suffered a loss to the Rams 20-12, to and the Panthers took care of business against the Saints. The Panthers have won six straight games to include last season's win 34-10. to I'm hoping that Baker Mayfield does not force the ball for turnovers so that the Panthers can make it seven in a row. I am taking the Panthers. You know what? If Murray could just, I don't know, pull this off somehow, I think they can be good. But sometimes he gets me thinking, like, dude, you you confuse me every week I, as, a, as an NFL fan. I'm glad I'm not a Cardinals fan. I'm probably pulling out my little piojo that I got up here. I mean, I don't get that much. But I can't. That means lice, by the way. But okay. But, but, but I, I, yeah, yeah. I got. A lot, I'm gonna have. I have a lot of them because of the Giants. They grow. I mean, look. I don't trust Matt Rule. I don't trust his process with the Panthers here. I don't like Baker Mayfield in this situation. I think Kyler Murray is gonna go out there and do his thing and pull out a win, just like he did against the Raiders. So I'm, I'm picking the Cardinals on this one. All right, Dennis Carr's comments. He says, in the middle of the hurricane right now, I may have to self waterboard myself if the Cardinals win this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mark that, baby. Mark it. Book All it. right. The Patriots versus the Packers. Look, Mac Jones is going to be out of the picture, but I don't think it matters if he was the quarterback or not. Um, there is no vision. No, there's no goal or set for the offense. Who is the offensive coordinator? I, I have no idea. All right. McDaniels is gone and it, this is a this is chaotic here, okay? Aaron Rodgers and the Packers should win by 20 points in this game. The Packers win. Yeah, um, I got the Packers. Ever since Matt LaFleur took over, the Packers are 23-2 and two at home. So I don't see the Patriots doing anything to disrupt that rhythm at home. No, 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 no. Just so, wait for the playoffs, and then all the whole season goes yeah. to wait. So yeah, but we're talking about regular season, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MVP 
is what counts instead of Super Bowl rings. But the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers, a big repeat of the Super Bowl. I love it. In their last meeting, Tom Brady and the Bucs won the Super Bowl. Now the Bucs are vulnerable and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs can't get their redemption. But the Bucs do have the best defense in the NFL. Mike Evans was out because of a suspension last week. Could things get better for the Bucs after losing to Green Bay last week? The Chiefs lost to the coach 20-17. Which team can bounce back to win? And like we said before, one of these teams is, has to lose two in a row. Yep. The game will be a chess match in the first half, and I expect the explosion to build in the second half. But I am taking the Bucs to win, and they win by three points. Brady will have the ball last. I think this time the Chiefs are going to stop Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady knows that Father Time is catching up to him really quickly. And I think it's time for him to hand over that torch to Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs is going in to Florida. I guess they're going to be playing in Miami because they're not playing in Tampa Bay. So I just say they're going to play in Florida and they're going to win this game. And look so at this I'm, comment. I, got the I love this comment. <laughs> then it says, hey, heads for the Chiefs, tails for the Bucks." Yeah, with your luck, you'll land right in the middle, right on top. <laughs> Another controversy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, here we go. Here we go. Monday Night Football, the Rams versus the 49ers. The Rams snapped the six-game losing streak at the NFC Championship last season that led them to win the Super Bowl. The Rams scored low against the Cardinals last week with a 20-12 victory, and the 49ers lost 11-10 to the Broncos. It yeah. is confusing, and I wonder if last week's result was a fluke. I am leaning with Garoppolo to better protect the ball than Stafford. I predict Stafford to throw two interceptions that will cost the Rams the win. I'm picking the 49ers. You know, that's surprising you said it because I am too picking the 49ers. I mean, people may think that the Rams are a better team coming to this game, but I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. He knows how to deal with that offense. I mean, so I think he'll turn it around, and that was a that was an ugly, ugly loss last week. So I picked oh, the 49ers man. in this game. Alright. Uh, but real quick, yes. we, forgot, we forgot one game. What game is this? The New York Jets at Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, man, how can I forget about that? That's okay. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday afternoon game. Wow! How did I miss that? I don't know, sir. I don't know because when you was going down, I didn't want to interrupt you because we got a flow going here because we got so many games that we disagreed <laughs> on. So I don't think. Oh, hold on be for a second. You said the Jets is at Steelers. The Steelers at the Jets. The Jets are at the Steelers, and the Steelers are three and a half point favorites against oh. the New York Football Jets. So I mean, oh. do we even want to? Do we even want to go here? I mean, is Joe Flacco even really going to do anything? Against the Steelers, I mean, okay, I'm not saying that, you know. I'm taking the home team by default. I'm taking Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm taking Pittsburgh myself. I mean, right. I don't Fair see enough. anything. I don't see anything the Jets can do. The Jets can just fly high. So I cannot going. believe I left that one out. That's okay. You know what? We're all human. We all make mistakes. Like all yeah. those picks that you picked against me this week, it's just six <laughs> games. You go zero and six. So the Jets, come <laughs> on, man. You, you know the that. Jets. That, you know what the Jets stand for, Dennis. Just end the season. Come on. He says only <laughs> one New York team, and that's the Bills. No, they're not New York. They're Canada. <laughs> Pretty much, right? 
It, it's too cold foot, to be in New York. Put your left foot in, put your left foot out. Yeah, okay. Stand in the house, baby. <laughs> All right, hey, we got some sports betting to do real quick. Yeah. And we'll start off with the Broncos and the Raiders. Raiders are favored at two and a half. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take I'm the two take and a half. Two. I'm, I'm taking, taking the, the Raiders. I did yeah. pick the Raiders to win. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we did. We did. We did. Yes. I'm taking the two and a half on that one. I'm confident they're going to they're gonna blow them out the water. Washington and the Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys three points, man. I think they're going to blow, blow Washington away. I got to do the same thing. I'm taking the three. Um, I I'm don't know surprised about surprises at three points. I just I just don't understand. Like in college football, you see that spread bigger. This should be a bigger spread. I'm just saying. No, it should be. I mean, because Google mm-hmm. Rush is playing good for the last two games. I get it, but the 41. I think that's just too much. I mean, really? If mm-hmm. there's four, if there's over 41, then that means the Cowboys defense really suck. Washington got to put some points up on the board. This ain't going to be a blowout. Yeah, and then uh, the quarterback for Washington, he, he he's done, man. Put him to rest. Put him to rest. Now, L.A. at San Francisco. San Francisco favorite at one and a half. Now, yesterday was at two and a half. Now they're favorite at one and a half. What's going on here? I don't know. They, they thinking that the Rams could probably pull this one out. I don't know. What do you think? 42, that's a lot for a Monday night game. 49ers own the Rams. Yeah, I know. That's why we both picked the 49ers. I'm picking the 49ers. I'm taking the points. I'm picking the 49ers. I'm taking the points on this one, too. I mean, 42 Mm -hmm. is a lot for a Monday night. I don't think I can be excited to hear that they're going to score over 42 points on a Monday night game. Mm. All right. The Jaguars versus the Eagles. I'm going to go out on a limb on this one, okay? I know I picked Philadelphia. Um, I'm gonna go with the under on 46 here. Under 46, I well, 46. I already picked the Jaguars to upset, so yeah, a right. win is a win for me. So I got the Jaguars. All right, Hector, this is your pick. This is your wild card. You got the Tennessee Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Three point fa- uh, favorites for the Colts. Forty two and a half over under. Yeah, you know, looking at the, I, you know, I can actually say I got to see a lot of the games between these two last week, you know, when they played their separate games. And it was just amazing that how Tennessee was doing and Indianapolis going. So I am going with the over on the 42 and a half. I think these two teams are going to, Matty Ice and Tannehill, I think they're going to rock it up in Indianapolis. I'm, All right. I'm, ta- I'm going on the limb. I'm taking the over of the 42 and a half. All right. The Seahawks and the Lions. I am digging the Lions. However... I'm taking the four points. The Lions will win big <laughs> over the Seahawks. <laughs> you no, like that? Like, you like four, that? That's a lot of points right there. 48. That's a lot. <laughs> I'll be, you know, four points. Uh, I like it'll suck if the Lions only win by three. That's the only point right there. That's you know, how it's going to get me. You know, with that Jacksonville game, I was, I, I, I was thinking about that game because I, I know, mm. I think Jacksonville is going to keep it close, but I don't know. Mm. I, I just. I'm going. I'm going to stay with the under on that one. I'm going to hopefully play it safe. I mean, we got to change something up. I was. I was I'm not going to say that. Mm, yeah, this, this is a, not this, go there. This is a challenging season. And this I is week it. four of the NFL, and this really does count. Let's see if well, every game counts, but this is the the road to the playoffs. This is where it starts. This is where the real teams start winning, and those 
pretenders start falling down. I can't wait for this Sunday, this weekend, especially Thursday night. It's going to be awesome. But this show is brought to you by the CMG Sports Podcast Network. CMG Central. That's what it's named. That's right. And if you follow us on YouTube, it's new title. We are sharing with CMG Central. CMG Central has well over 30 podcast shows. All right. Half of them is, is the sports podcast, and that's why we named it CMG Central. But if you want to know more, visit CloverCrestMedia.com. Thank you, Hector, for your picks. Uh, once again, I'm just going to go ahead and catch up to you now. So I'm going to tell you I told you so. You but, need all hey, six just to tie me. There you go. You see? And it's going to happen. So you're welcome. I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you half of it. I'll be generous. You're going to give you half? I'll give you half. <laughs> all right you give me half that's right all right fair enough what are friends for <laughs> oh please please let's not make it rain here man come on <laughs> thank you for watching uh leave a comment below please subscribe to cmg central this is the all four downs podcast the nfl version and if you want to hear more you can follow us on the streaming service you can find us on spotify apple or wherever you get your podcast platform it is all Four downs.